The word of God is quick, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. On this CD, Pastor Dolakwa Adelaku will share the truth from God's word. Pastor Dolakwa Adelaku is a co-liberal with Bishop TV Adelaku, an associate pastor of Victory International Church, Rehoboth Cathedral, Oluyole Extension, Ibadan, Nigeria. Pastor Mrs. Adelako oversees the Palace Pillars Fellowship, a forum for women from all walks of life. A teacher of God's Word, she teaches with so much simplicity and insight. Now, get ready for a life-transforming experience. Amen, amen, amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord who has brought us together again to fellowship at his feet. Father, today we praise you, we exalt you above every other name. We acknowledge you as the only true God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. We say thank you for sparing our lives. We say thank you for giving us hope. Thank you for giving us a future. Thank you for giving us the confidence that there is a tomorrow. We appreciate you so much for your love and your care. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the favors. We thank you for the help. We thank you because you are always there. The Bible tells us that you are the God who answers prayer. And unto you shall all flesh come. We have come, O God. And we thank you because we have not come to the wrong place. We have come to the place of destiny. We exalt you today our King and our Creator. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you have been in our lives. And thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for what you will yet do. We give you honor today. We give you adoration. We give you praise. We give you glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to share with us today on five kinds of garments that the Bible describes. And I want to ask you, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? That is my title. What are you wearing? It's widely said now that a man will be addressed by what he wears. So there's a lot of relationship between what you put on and who you are. In fact, the state of your heart is what attracts what you wear. So that means when people see you with what you wear, they know who you are. Then if it is tied to that, we must be extremely careful and understand that what we wear has a lot to do with who we are. So I want us to look at um, the five types of garments that the Bible describes. Number one is the prison garment. The prison garment. This was what Joseph was wearing in prison. And you know what a prison garment is? Sometimes it's just a knicker. They give you an oversized top and it has numbers for identification. Joseph was in prison wearing the prison garment. 
But when he was called for in the palace, the Bible says in the Genesis 41 verse 14, that he quickly changed his raiment. Why? Why didn't he go just like uh, what he was in the prison to the palace? Why did he quickly take time to change the garment? After all, Pharaoh knew that it was a priest that they were going to bring before him. I expected that he would have just gone with the prison garment. But Joseph was a man of God's presence and God's wisdom. The Bible says he quickly changed. Why? Because he knew that that prison garment will not match the palace requirement. You know that if Joseph had gone to the palace in his prison clothes, it would not have made much impact on Pharaoh. Probably he would just have been given a state pardon after interpreting the dream. Because Pharaoh would just say, okay, this guy has wisdom. Thank God for his wisdom. We'll just give you a state pardon. And all the things that Joseph would have told them, the wisdom keys that Joseph gave them would have been written down and handed over to another consultant. That's why what we wear is very, very important. I'm sure his look was impressive on that day, coupled with the wisdom of God that he had. And this is where I want you to listen. Yes, you are a child of God. Praise God. Thank God you are going to heaven. But here on earth, you need wisdom. You need wisdom to know what to wear to wear. Because a lot of times we get carried away and say, eh, my spirit is okay. In the world, they don't know your spirit. If Samuel, the prophet of God, who stands in the presence of God day and night, will make a mistake based on appearance, when he wanted to go and uh, anoint a king, he saw Eliab and said, truly, this is the next king of Israel. But God said, no, 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 don't, don't anoint him. Don't anoint him. He says, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance. Hold that as a principle. Man looks at the outward appearance. As long as you are in this world, people will always weigh you, measure you by your outward appearance. It's a principle of life. It's a principle that functions in the world. Don't get too spiritual and say, eh, after all, you are, you are a child of God and you, you can't even enter the palace. There's a way of entering the palace. Yes, the palace doors are open, opened, but there's a way of entering it. You can't enter it with, with prison garment. They won't even allow you to come in. You can't enter the, the palace with prison garment. And Joseph was wise enough. So by the time he went to interpret the dream, uh, Pharaoh was impressed. He made an impact on Pharaoh. Can you see how you are limiting yourself by what you wear? The palace protocols does not allow for prison garment. There are dressings that does not match the palace. Do not miss your lifting. 
Do not miss your connections by your carefree attitude. God is sending helpers of destiny to you, but they are watching you to know whether they can recommend you when the time comes. So that's why you must be extremely careful. I met a young man some time ago, <laughs> and he said he was looking for a job in New York. Ah. I said, you are looking for a job. He said, every morning I walk down uh, most of the streets in New York, going to shops, going to different offices, asking if they have a job for me. I've searched on the internet. I've tried so many things. Ah. I said, with the way you are dressed, I cannot employ you. He looked at himself. He said, how? Ah. I said, you can't see. He had on one stupid T-shirt with different jargons written on top of it. Everything was loose. He had on the jeans that were, was torn at the end. And they had on one, one, I don't know what they call it, boot or sneakers, I don't know. I said, with the way you are dressed, I cannot. I can't employ you. So you must be very careful. What are you wearing? Now, that is physical. But there are some people in the spirit realm. They are well dressed, but they are, the enemy has put upon them prison garments. And those are the set of people I will pray for. The enemy has put upon you prison garment that is limiting you. Physically, you are well dressed. Physically, anywhere you enter, they want to employ you. But in the spirit... In the spirit, the enemy has put upon you prison garments. And today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the one that is above every other name, I tear every prison garment that the enemy has put over your life that is causing stagnation, that is causing frustration, that is not allowing your dream to come to reality. I tear them off you in the name of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. And I pray and I ask that that blood will cleanse and remove every prison garment that has been forcefully put upon you that is causing frustration over your life and your destiny in the name of Jesus. Now, how do you know you, you are putting on a prison garment in the spirit realm? You just found out that you have dreams, but they are just far-fetched. Far you have dreams... The dreams are very clear. But to get there is a hindrance. How do you know you are wearing prison garment in the spirit realm? You just find out that you are, you are, no matter how gaily dressed you are, you are always among people who do not matter. That's how you know that in the spirit something is wrong. You are, you are always among the, the caliber of people you don't want to be among. That's what prison garments puts you into. You are always in the midst of people who do not really have a goal. That's what prison garments does for you. So I'm not really talking about the physical. The physical is there. But there's some people who physically they are gaily dressed. They are well dressed. 
but they they can't break through to where they actually desire to get to and in the name of jesus today that garment is removed from you and burnt into ashes in the name of jesus god will give you victory over that garment in the name of jesus the blood of jesus will cleanse you and remove that prison garment off your life and your destiny in the name of jesus the number two garment is the harlot garment the bible says in proverbs seven ten, it talks about some people who wear the attire of a harlot the attire of a harlot you must be very careful because the attire of a harlot will only reduce you into nakedness. When you wear the attire of a harlot, the people you'll be attracting will be people who are on the floor. The attire of a harlot. You can't wear it into the palace. You cannot. The best that you can reach is the roadside. May the, may the enemy not put you on the roadside of life. The best you can get to if you wear the attire of a harlot is the roadside. Where people will be passing you. Some people will splash a mud on your, on your body. People will gaze at you in mockery. That's wearing the attire of a harlot. Now in the physical, be careful of the things you wear. Because if you wear the attire of a harlot, the people that will be attracted to you will be on serious people. When a woman is used to wearing the attire of a harlot, especially a born-again young lady, the people that will want to marry her will be either married men or liars or posers. She will never find a true man because that attire would have put off the serious-minded men. Now, talking about the spiritual attire of a harlot, there are people who dress decently. But in the spirit realm, the enemy has put upon them the attire of the harlot. So the wrong people are coming to propose to them for marriage. They look, they look unattractive to people. The things that before them are negative. That is when you wear the attire of a harlot, even in the spirit realm. The wrong people are the ones you attract. And I pray for you today that whatsoever garment of the, the I mean the garment of harlot, the attire of the harlot that the enemy has put upon you forcefully, I also forcefully remove it by the precious blood of Jesus today. I set you free. I set you free to be the real person that God has ordained you to be. You are a child of royalty. You are a child of the kingdom. I remove every wrong garment that the enemy has put upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. So in the physical, be conscious of what you wear. You can't wear anything anyhow. When you do that, you know there are a lot of men in the world today who are posers. There are a lot of men in the world today who are strangers. There are a lot of men in the world today who are liars. When they speak like this, it is lies. 
When you keep wearing the attire of a harlot, these are the kind of men you attract as a woman. And as a man too, when a man can put on the attire of a harlot, wear everything that he puts on, he represents a sex idol. It is sex, sex, sex. When you have relationships where your partner keeps demanding for sex, check the attire you wear. And I pray the Lord will help you and cleanse you and remove from you every attire of the harlot. Number three type of garment is the filthy garment. The filthy garment. You see this in the life of Zechariah, the high priest. The Bible says he was a high priest, yet he was wearing a filthy garment. How do you know you are wearing a filthy garment? When Satan keeps resisting you, there's a problem with your garment. When you bind and it is not bound, when you lose and it is not loosed, there's a strange garment over your life. Satan is hiding under that garment. And you must ask God to help you to discern if your garments are filthy, if that is the reason why Satan is resisting you. You know how Satan resists? He just makes sure that the works of your hands do not flourish. He makes sure that the things you are doing does not have result. He doesn't give you joy. You are just doing it. That is when the filthy garment is over your life. When the filthy garment is over your life, it attracts sin. It attracts sin. It attracts poverty. It attracts sickness. You are always in the hospital. Every now and then, there's a filthy garment that the enemy has put over you. It's poverty. There's no amount of money that can come to your hands. Everything will still become, you still become uh, 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 poor. There's a wrong garment that is over you. It is Satan that is resisting you because there's a filthy garment over you. And like God removed the filthy garment that the high priest was wearing, I pray for you today that every filthy garment that is attracting the resistance of Satan, I destroy and remove from your life in the name of Jesus. Like God told Zechariah, you, you, are, you are a branch plucked from the fire. And I set that garment on fire and remove it from your life in the name of Jesus. Everything that you lay your hands on shall prosper. Satan will not be able to have the, 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 an edge over you. Satan will not be able to, to prevail over you. Every resistance that you have been experiencing on your job, God Almighty puts it to an end today and removes that garment of yours in the name of Jesus. God is clothing you with a new garment. God is clothing you with a clean garment today. God is clothing you with a white garment today that Satan cannot resist. When he comes in one way, he will flee in seven ways because the garment has been changed in the name of Jesus. The frustration you are having on your job could be as a result of the resistance of Satan because of the garment you are wearing. But in the name of Jesus, from today, from this meeting, your garment is changed and removed in Jesus' name. Another garment that the Bible talks about is the royal garment. The royal garment. This was what Queen Esther was putting on when he needed to approach the king for favor. He had to put on her royal apparel. You might not be getting the right favors because you are not putting on the right apparel. And I want to say this, that wisdom demands that you dress at the level of the person you want to meet. 
take note of that. Don't dress at your level. Dress at the level of the person you want to meet. That's why before you go anywhere, ask for the dressing details. Who are they? What do they do there? So that you know exactly what to wear. Dress up. Stop dressing down. You know, Esther could have said, Ebi the king is my husband. I'm already married now. That's what a lot of married women do. Before they got married, they were really, you know, trim. They were really attractive. They were stylish. But the moment they get married, they begin to tie up at 11 a.m. around the house. They begin to wear barefooted. Their feet will be dirty because they are married. And after a while, the man, the man sees another lady that is beautiful and presentable and runs after that one. They will now be binding the devil. It's foolishness. Always put on a royal garment. Put on clothes befitting the person you want to go and meet. The king was attracted by Esther's apparel. And if there's going to be a choice in your office, do they ever put you in the list? Do they ever? Th these are issues that you have to look at. Do they ever put you in the list of people who can represent the establishment? Has your boss ever called you to go and represent him or represent her? Because you are not putting on the royal garment. Royal garment opens doors of favors for you. That people will not be able to resist you. People are giving you change because of what you are wearing. When you dress up, you find out that everything will begin to go up for you. That the one that has to change, it's not about being extravagant. It's not about being, things being expensive. It's just about wisdom. You'll be closing so many doors of opportunities if you don't put on a royal garment. Queen Esther went to go and put on her royal apparel because of who she wanted to meet. She did not say, he's my husband. She did not take it for granted. Your home is a palace. Be royal inside the house. Don't only dress well when you are going out. Even in the house, dress well. Even in the house, dress well. Let your children begin to see the way royalty is. Do you know that this is a, uh, this is a, a kind of statistics that uh, I read about that a lot of men marry ladies who are like their mothers. A lot of uh, young ladies end up marrying men who are like their fathers. Can you see something? So as a parent, you are the one that has to raise a standard for the children to see and know what they want in life. That you're in your house does not mean you dress carelessly. No. No. You dress well. Esther was in the palace and she went to go and put on her royal apparel. She didn't say, B is the house. No. The royal garment is very important. And I pray that God will replace every filthy, every dirty, every prison garment with the royal one. In the spirit realm, you must be royal. In the physical, you must remain royal. And that is where the attraction is. Royalty is an attraction any day, any time. Be royal. And the last type of garment that I want to look at today is the ministerial garment. The ministerial garment. 
In Exodus 28, verse 2, God told Moses to make a garment for Aaron and his sons. And the garment, he describes it as holy garments. Let me say it the way the Bible puts it in Exodus 28.2. It says, Thou shalt make holy garments for thy brother Aaron and his sons, and the garment shall be for glory and for beauty. For glory and for beauty. God said that. God gave Moses that instruction. For glory and for beauty. If it's going to be for glory, that garment must be attractive to the people. That garment you wear must make God attractive to the people. For those of us in ministry, we must learn to make ministry attractive. Let God be a, make God attractive and magnetic to the people by the way you dress as a minister. Do you know that different professions attract younger generations because of the dressing? When you go to a primary school and you ask them, write a composition or an essay on what I want to become in future, 90% of them wants to be doctors. 90% of them wants to be lawyers. 90% of them wants to be engineers. You hardly find anybody saying he wants to be a pastor. Even the children of pastors don't want to be a pastor. Why? Because of the way we carry ourselves. And it is, it is not right. God is, God is not happy with most of us. God is hurting because of the way we present ministry. He told Moses, make this garment for Aaron to be beautiful and glorious. It must be magnetic. Let people say, yes, I want to be a servant of God. One day I was looking at what beauty means in the dictionary. And this dictionary said, beauty is anything that makes sense. And attractive. So, if you wear any clothes, it has to make sense. Not exposed clothes, not near naked clothes. For glory and for beauty. For glory and for beauty. If as a minister, your children do not want to be ministers, there's a problem somewhere. There's a problem somewhere. If as a minister, you cannot freely go before kings, there's a problem. You know, God told Paul, he said, you will be a witness for me both before kings and before ordinary men. If your garment will not allow you to stand before kings, then it's not the right kind of garment. The minister's garment is for glory and for beauty. Let's stop putting things that is not written in the Bible. Let's stop demeaning the service and the work of God. From the house, your children must want to be ministers by the way you carry yourself, by the things you put on. Your children should want to be ministers. If a doctor in his wildest imagination wants all his children to be doctors, 
A lawyer wants all his children also to be lawyers. A minister also should want all his children to be ministers. But now, it now depends on how we carry it. Sometimes we wear, we wear clothes that make God look poor. Make God look like a miserable God. And this is what our children look at. And they never want to come to ministry. And the other extreme is just dressing anyhow. Dressing like the world is dressing. It brings confusion into the heart of those children that are my parents really servants of God? We must put a balance for glory and for beauty. For glory and for beauty. There has to be a balance. It must be attractive. It must be sensible. It must be attractive. It must be mature. That is the garment of the minister. And I'm saying as a minister of God, that when you put on the right garment in the physical, also pray that in the spirit, the right garment will be on you. Because when you are not getting results, when people do not want to follow you, check out the garment you are wearing in the spirit. It might look good, it might be for glory and beauty in the physical, but the same thing has to be in the spirit realm for it to be balanced. Are people following you? Do they want to be like you? Is your life an attraction? Ask God to put upon you glory and beauty. Ask God to put upon you glory and beauty. And you are in the house today. You have heard of these different five kinds of garments that the Bible at different times explains. The ultimate is for you to keep putting on the royal garment in the physical and in the spirit. And that's where you need to take this uh, uh, issue up in the place of prayer. Are you pre putting on prison garments without you knowing? In the physical, the garment is royal, but in the spirit, it is a prison garment that has a, 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 a tag of frustration, that has a, a tag of stagnancy. Ask God to remove the prison garment for you to be set free and to fulfill destiny. As long as Joseph was in the prison, he could not have become the prime minister in a prison garment. And some of you, you are not where you, are, you ought to be because the enemy has put a prison garment upon you. And today marks the end of that wearing of the garment in the name of Jesus. You are here, you are putting on a filthy garment. God is removing it and changing it like he did for Zechariah. Your job is being frustrating. The, the, the enemy is resisting you. Everybody is against you. You are not making waves. You are not, you are not impacting anything in your office. It's like you are a liability. You are just there. It's because there's a filthy garment over your life. I pray in the name of Jesus that that garment be removed from you from today. In the name of Jesus. God will help you. You will be fulfilled on the job. You will get results on your job in the name of Jesus. And you might be here putting on the attire of the harlot. You are dressed decently to church today. But in the street realm, you are putting on the attire of the harlot. So all that you experience is that every experience of yours is always on the roadside. You don't really, you don't really enter into your inheritance. You are hanging on the roadside begging for favors. Begging for trickles. Begging for, uh, uh, for coins. That's what the attire of the, the halo does in the spirit realm. 
And I pray in the name of Jesus that that attire will be removed from all of your life and God will take you into your inheritance in the name of Jesus. You will no more be a prey to the heathen in the name of Jesus Christ. Royalty is your portion and that is what will remain upon your life in the name of Jesus. Royalty is yours. Favors, favors that you didn't even solicit for, God will begin to release them on your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God for your life and I know that testimonies will abound from this nice teaching to the glory of God the Father in Jesus' name. I, 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 I bless you. I commit you to God and I pray that God will perfect everything that concerns you in Jesus' name.